Welcome to the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. My name is Kelsey Marks, and I am your host and your Breakthrough BFF. I intend to be an open channel to allow insights to flow in that help you break through to the next level of who you were always meant to be. With these conversations, we're going to shift some perspectives, okay? And we're going to give you a new way to live the life that you live, allowing the opportunity to truly manifest what it is that you desire. So if you're looking to break through to the next level of who you are, to live the life of your dreams, and to gain a deeper understanding of spiritual topics, well, you have come to the right place. And I know we're going to have so much fun together, and I am beyond excited to have these conversations with you. So let's go ahead and get started, shall we? Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode here at Breakthrough and Bloom. I feel like I keep saying the exact same thing every intro for an episode, but it is what it is, okay? So maybe maybe that's the intro. Maybe that is what it is. Welcome back. (laughs) Anyways, how are you? How is it going? Are you ready for another lovely conversation with me today? I hope you are. That's probably why you're here. (laughs) So let's go ahead and dive into it. And today I wanted to talk about something that had come up in a discussion recently I had in a session. And, you know, I thought, you know what, that this is something I think a lot of people struggle with. It's something I definitely struggled with for a while. So I can imagine that other people do as well. And I would like to give a new perspective on it, um, especially because I have recently learned new perspectives on it that have made it so much easier to do, right? Um, And the goal is to make it a bit easier for you to learn how to embrace it as well. So what am I talking about? (laughs) Well, I'm talking about forgiveness. And It's not just about like forgiving others, but also, and probably more importantly, forgiving yourself. So the first thing that I want to talk about is the fact that forgiveness, it doesn't mean that you like you allow someone to hurt you again or to walk all over you or that you don't care about what had happened. That's not forgiveness. Let's be honest. That's kind of like ignoring it. That's ignorance. It's just like not paying attention to it, right? That's not forgiveness. Forgiveness is not forgetting about what happened. You're taking the knowledge of what you had experienced and applying it to your life now. It's it's completely different. And, you know, applying it in your life now, it's a form of a boundary. What you will, what you won't accept, what you will and what you won't tolerate, who you allow in and who you don't allow in, what you allow yourself to do and not to do, Right? And forgiving others isn't necessarily like forgiving the act of what they've done too, because there are some things that people do that are just like terrible, right? (laughs) And you might be like, I could never forgive that. Well, one way you can look at it is that like you're not forgiving what they have done. What you're forgiving is them as a person for acting in the only way that they knew how in that moment. And you might be like, okay, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) I don't know what that means. Um, But the thing that I like tell myself all the time is that hurt people hurt people. Someone who is in a lot of pain inflicts pain on others. Someone who is lacking 
self-love does terrible things to others. So what you are forgiving is forgiving them for not knowing any better, forgiving them for letting their pain dictate how they react, their pain dictate how they respond, their pain dictate how they interact with the world around them. You're forgiving them for acting out in pain, right? You're forgiving them for being hurt. Not so much like, I forgive you for doing this really shitty thing to me, but I forgive you for acting out in the way that you did because I understand that it came from a place of pain. It's like saying what you did was like really shitty, but I understand that this was the only way in which you could have done what you did because of the pain that you have inside. And how can I be mad at you for that or try to change what you did because you couldn't have done anything differently. You have too much going on inside for something different to have been done. And then there's nothing that you could have done differently to change that situation with that person either. Because there's nothing that you would have chosen differently either. And I know this might be kind of like a mind-bending concept and you're like, I don't really understand. (laughs) So um, there's this excerpt from John Connolly's book, Life-Changing Conversations with Rapid Resolution Therapy. This book is great, by the way, if you want to change your perspective on a lot of things, especially when it comes to like really heavy emotions. And it helps you realize that you can release things a lot easier than having to like relive it in the way that like regular talk therapy does. You can actually just let shit go pretty easily by just changing your perspective on it. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do here. (laughs) I'm not trained in RRT. I have had sessions. I've read some books. I've done some research. So I'm like, I guess I'm trying to do it a little bit here. But um, the, the, the big thing with RRT is it's just changing perspectives, right? And then with that, you're able to just release what you're holding on to because the perspective that was keeping it tied down to you is no longer there. So it's, it's free, basically. Anyways, this excerpt in this book, he talks about how um, there's this woman who jumps off a bridge to save a kid that's drowning. And I think it's really interesting in explaining that people act in the way they act because that's all that there is for them to do. There is no other option. And I'm going to read this snippet for you, and I'm aware that this snippet might not make full sense because it is it is part of like a full session that he was doing, which I'm not going to read a full session from his book. Um, but prior to this part, he was talking about how there are no other options for people to do the things that they have done. And that's kind of what I was just saying. Um, there is no other option. People do what they have done, and that's the only thing they could have done. So with that in mind, I want to share this expert, this excerpt. So let me open the handy dandy book. Okay, where did I want to start? Okay. So you've definitely heard this one. Higher purpose means that things seem bad, but they're not bad if we take a broader view and see things we haven't been able to see. Then we'd see the things we thought were bad were good. Sweet old guy gets stabbed to death. Somebody says, oh, it seems awful. But actually, he drew that energy in into him in order to ascend to a higher level or God and have a good reason to take him. You've heard this, right? Like when someone 
someone dies and they say God took took them because they need a special angel or something like that, right? So you've you've heard a couple of those when you went through some stuff. So here's a third explanation. This is the one you've never heard about. This is the one no one talks about. This is the one that after you're with me and you want to talk to people about it, don't bother because they won't get it. This one is completely out of the box. It's called science. <laughs> and it goes like this. If you see a branch has fallen off the tree, you might say, I wonder what made it fall. You won't say, I wonder if anything made it fall. Do you get that? You'll say, I wonder what made it fall. But you don't say, I wonder if anything made it fall. Something made it fall. And how do you know? Because it's fallen. So the event proves there was a cause, doesn't it? It doesn't answer what caused it, but it answers that it was caused. And we can make up a cause. Let's say it fell because it was hit by lightning. It fell right in that spot. How the lightning hit the tree caused it to fall exactly where it fell. Could it have fallen a little further to the right? No. To the left? No. Any earlier? No. It happened, so you know it was caused. Because it was caused, it had happened. Now, watch this. There's a bridge, and pedestrians cross this bridge. Only pedestrians. It's over white water rapids with sharp, jutting rocks. You definitely don't jump off this bridge. There's four girls crossing the bridge, and they hear a child scream. There's a little girl. She is somehow in the white water. She's going to go under the bridge and down the falls and definitely die. People are horrified. They are frozen, except Judy, who instantly has thrown herself off the bridge. Her ankle shattered against one of the sharp rocks, and her arm reaches out as she grabs the kid's collar, and she hobbles out of the water. And she's being interviewed that night, and people say, oh my god, you're amazing, you're such a hero. I mean, there were good people on that bridge, really good women on that bridge. Everyone else froze. You jumped. You sacrificed your ankle. You'll never walk again the same way because of it. But the child is alive because of you. Why did you jump when no one else did? And you know what she says? I don't know. Get it? She doesn't know. She says, all I know is I heard that kid and then my ankle hurt like hell. Why did she do it? We don't know exactly all the things that preceded it. But we know that if it happened, it was caused. And the cause had something to do with genetics. It had something to do with environmental influences. Those two things caused that tree and that branch to be exactly where they were, and Judy to be exactly as she was. There was lightning. There was the child. A branch fell. Judy dropped. Could she have not? No, she couldn't have. Now, Jean's sweetheart of a gal who would give her life for a child didn't jump. She just stood there. Could she have jumped? No. Now here's the other part, and you're not going to like Joey. You know why? It was Joey who took this little girl to the river. He picked her up, and she looked at him with loving, trusting eyes, and he said, ha. And he threw her into the river, and she screamed in horror, and he clapped his hands and said, goody, I don't like him. Do you? Could he have not done that? Should he have not done that? Well, now I'm not sure, right? I would have said, of course, he shouldn't have done that, but now I just don't know. Does he have a higher level of consciousness than our hero? No, because we're all human in the same consciousness. Is he functioning on a higher level than her? No, because we're all human on the same consciousness. We wouldn't say he has more awareness, more choice, or more ability than any other human, would we? No. So could he have not done what he did? No. 
So we're glad we didn't have that role in this movie. I mean, I wouldn't want to have played him. As we look through view three, this new way, if there's something you did that you don't like, you may still not like it, but you no longer are thinking that you could have not done it. Now, if you could have not done it, should you have not done it? No, don't try to explain it because nobody's going to get it, but you're getting it, okay? If it was something I didn't do, you don't even need to know what it is. I didn't do it. So should I have done it? No, because I didn't do it. Right. I did do it. Should I have not done it? No. You don't care whether it was horrible or wonderful. It doesn't have anything to do with it. There can't be a should without a could. And there wasn't a could. So therefore, couldn't have been a should. Do you get it? And that one, that's the end of the excerpt. But that one at the end gets a little confusing and I do want to talk on it a little bit more because I read the rest of it. It makes more sense. But I hope that that excerpt made a little bit of sense or maybe it didn't and flew right past you right to your subconscious mind, which is cool too. But basically, if someone could have done something, they would have done it because they could have done it, right? There is no should without a could. There is no I should have done this if if there's no I could have done this, right? If you could not have jumped off the bridge, then there is no should because it was never even an option. That's like going to a restaurant and being like, oh man, I should have gotten cheesecake, but there is no cheesecake on the menu. How could you have ordered cheesecake if there is no cheesecake on the menu to begin with? If that option was never even an option, why <laughs> why would you get mad at yourself or others for not picking cheesecake when it wasn't an option? Does that make a little bit more sense? And you might be thinking, well, that's not true. Like, I should have done something different back then. And like, I even had another thought that I should have done something different. Okay, think back, think back to that moment and ask yourself, is that really true? Could you truly have done something different based on everything you were feeling, everything you were thinking, everything you were saying, experiencing what was going on around you? Do you truly think that you would have chosen a different response? Honestly, no, there wouldn't have been a different response because if there was, you would have done it plain and simple. If there was cheesecake, you would have ordered it. It's as simple as that. There's nothing you could have changed because there was truly no other option. Even if you played around with different options in your mind, like what you were going to wear this morning, right? Maybe you thought of two different shirts, but when you finally chose your shirt, there was no other option at that point, right? You had decided at that point that this one made more sense based on the weather today, based on what you felt like wearing, based on the things that you were going to be doing, based on where you were going, based on where you lived, right? Like, this shirt was chosen out of all of the other options that you had in your closet. And you may have gone back and forth, but at the end you chose one and there could not have been a different choice. There truly was no other option. And all of the options, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas that you're thinking about now are because of the experience that you had. And now you have knowledge gained from it. And it gives you a different could 
now. It puts the cheesecake on the menu for you now. It gives you a different choice. It makes that should, that truly didn't exist then, exist now. Does that kind of make sense? Am I bending your mind a little bit? <laughs> but I hope in a good way. If you feel a little pretzeled, that's cool too. But if not, I love that for you. <laughs> and uh, more that I want to talk about on this is that like forgiveness is truly just about like understanding. Okay. And this kind of like is bringing this full, full circle here. Because when you understand that how someone treated you was the only way in which they could have, you understand that there is nothing to be angry about. Because when there's anger, this emotion, anger, is designed to get someone else to do something differently in the past. And that is a little crazy. Why? Because you cannot go back into the past. You can't. Because it doesn't exist. And you might be saying, well, like I think of the past all the time. Okay, that's a figment of your imagination. Honestly, literally by definition. <laughs> it's the conscious mind that is able to create it, to dream it, to experience something that isn't real, that isn't tangible in front of you right now. Think about it. Try, try right now to go into the past. Go to your last argument that you had with someone and try to change the way that someone spoke to you. Go back to the last time you went out to eat and change the server that you had. You can't. You cannot go back because the past doesn't exist. Only right now exists. Does that make a little bit of sense too? Only right now exists. You literally cannot step into the past and change things. It doesn't exist. It's just in your mind. And another thing too with anger is that anger hurts only one person. And that person is the one who is holding on to it. So you being mad at me literally does not affect my life in any way, unless I'm like empathetic and I care and I choose to, right? But like you being mad at me does not affect my life in any way. I can go about and live my life perfectly fine while you're stewing in anger and I would have no fucking clue. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you're holding a hot pan straight out of the oven with no glove on, just burning your hands and you're refusing to let go and shouting at me saying like, this is your fault that my hand is burning, right? How is it my fault? I'm not the one holding it. I'm not even telling you to hold on to it. I didn't even tell you to take it out of the oven. You're the one holding on to it. So just let it go. Put the hot pan down. <laughs> And how do you do that? You let it go. You put the hot pan down by forgiving, by understanding that nothing could have been different in the past. Because if there was a could, that means it would have happened. If there was a should, a could, a would, it would have happened. And that experience that you had in that moment that was really tough, that, you know, makes you angry, makes you upset, makes you guilty, whatever, that moment gave you the perspective of a different option in this now moment. So now you have a different should. You have a different could. You have cheesecake on the menu now. And guilt and anger are essentially two sides of the same coin, right? 
the only difference is that guilt is personal and anger is like external on other people. So like anger being that you're trying to change what someone else had done in the past, trying to get someone else to do something differently in the past. Guilt is trying to get yourself to do something differently in the past. Again, the past doesn't exist. Try going to the past right now to change what you did. Go right now, change the clothes that you were wearing yesterday. Pick a different dinner that you ate last night. Go on a different vacation than you did last year. Buy a different car two years ago. Those things are impossible. You can't change the things you've done in the past because the past doesn't exist. You can't do it. It's as simple as that. You can't do it. That's it. Let it go. Accept that. Understand this. Let it go. Forgive. Forgiveness just means I understand that there could not have been any other way. That's what forgiveness means. You could not have done anything differently. You could not have done anything better. Someone else could not have done something differently. They could not have done something better. Everyone is doing the best that they can in every moment with everything that they know, that they have experienced, their own genetics, their own upbringings, their own acquisitions in life. Like Everyone is doing the best that they can in every moment, and there literally is nothing that could have been done differently in the past. There's no other choice. So let go of that fucking hot pan in your hand, okay? It's only hurting you. You're only burning yourself. And it doesn't make you weak to let it go. It doesn't mean you're failing if you let it go. It makes you stronger. It allows you to begin to heal the burns. You can't heal it if you're still inflicting it. And you also learn to not touch super hot pans again. (laughs) To not grab them without a glove. You learn how to maybe even ask for help. Ask someone else to get that hot shit out of the oven. So I think that's all I have on this today. I know it may have been a completely different way of thinking about and viewing forgiveness than you might have ever (laughs) heard before. But if you take one thing from this episode today, I hope that it's just that you understand that forgiveness just means that you understand that there could not have been any other way. And there is nothing that you can do to change what had happened. Going forward, you can make all different choices. (laughs) You can choose all different ways. You could do all the things that you think you should have done then, even though they weren't an option then. They can be an option now. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to leave me a review. Give me five stars or, you know, whatever feels good for you too. Share it with your friends, your families, people that you are going through this growth journey with. Anyone that has popped into your mind when I said this, send this to them. And if at all you are in a bit of a mind pretzel or you want to talk on this a bit further or maybe something like really sparked in you and you're like holy shit I kind of get it this feels really light this feels really different this feels fresh way to view forgiving I'd love to chat about it and I understand that when you're going through 
like a spiritual awakening or growth journey or just like, you know, taking care of yourself and wanting to be better that at first it might seem like you don't have anyone around you who's doing the same things. You might be the first one in your family, in your group of friends, in your fucking town that's doing this type of work. And you might be like, who can I talk to about this? Because whenever I do, it like goes over their heads and I can't really connect on it. And I kind of feel like I'm in my own world. Well, you're not. (laughs) You can connect with me, chat with me about anything. And I'm totally there on the same page, no judgment at all. And if you teach me something, I am forever grateful for it. (laughs) And uh, we can chat for real, for live, for live. Oh my God. Let me get my words right. We can chat for real, live (laughs) on Instagram. So that's at Breakthrough in Bloom on Instagram, or you can go ahead and email me too, which is just breakthroughandbloom at gmail.com. Or if you want to like set up a session with me to get like really into this shit, go to breakthroughandbloom.com and book a one-on-one session with me and we can really get into it and start digging. (laughs) And in case no one has told you this today, I am so incredibly proud of you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. And I love you. I love you. I love you. And I will catch you in the next one.